Let's talk about what happened in Ottawa. The protest may have been cleared, but we still don't have many answers about what went wrong and how much of the blame does Peter Slowly, the now former police chief, how much of it should be on his shoulders? Wendy Gillis is the Toronto Star crime reporter and written a great story about Peter Slowly. Welcome back to the program, Wendy. Thanks so much for having me. Wendy, I, I'm more familiar with you know, the relationship between the Toronto Police Chief and the Toronto Police Association. Could could you give me a better understanding of what was going on before um, the convoy arrived in Ottawa with Peter Slowly and the Ottawa Police Association? Yeah, Um I mean, I think it's important to to know from the outset that, you know, probably a lot of your listeners are already know this, but uh, Peter Slowly had a very long career and very interesting career with the Toronto Police Service before going over to Ottawa. Um, and the context in which he was hired uh, to be the chief of police in Ottawa is interesting. You know, it was he was hired in in some sense to kind of come and, and clean up. He was a, a bit of an outsider, obviously hadn't served within the Ottawa police before. And um, it's not, it's a little bit of a risk when uh, you bring in someone who's never actually um, been a police officer in that city, uh, because automatically there's a little bit of a lack of, of trust or, you know, there's like side eye that goes on from the rank and file about, you know, what do you know about policing in this city? So that's kind of the context he was going into at the outset um, and then there, there were, Ottawa was grappling with many of the same issues that large fleet services across Canada and North America are, are all sort of struggling with right now, um, including issues of trust with uh, members of the Black community, Indigenous communities, and there was a, a, quite a high-profile death that had happened um, um, in 2016 uh, involving the Ottawa police, and um, Peter Slowly was thought to be someone who could come in and make some necessary changes um, that the people of Ottawa were looking for. And that, that had caused some, some tension with uh, the Ottawa Police Association. Because I, I think part of the conversation has been, you know, was he actually even in charge of his own personnel, uh, let alone whether or not he had the kind of resources he needed to deal with the convoy? I mean, that, that, that's part of what we're going to hopefully get some answers about going forward. Yeah, that that was definitely one of the theories, Alan, that I that I heard kind of while I was working on this piece and sort of observing in the last couple of weeks too. Is uh, you know, you you need a leader who has the respect of their officers, right? That's that's absolutely critical. Um, it doesn't mean that they, you know, are beholden to what the rank and file always want, and that's that's a tension that that in my years of covering policing has is always there and probably always should be there, right? I mean. Um, the police chief, yes, needs to listen to what their what what his or her employees uh, want and need, but uh, they can't just be beholden to what they want and need. And so, um, you know, there there was conjecture sort of in the middle of the uh, Ottawa siege that that Peter Slowly had, you know, for example, asked his officers to intercept when the jerry oil jerry cans were coming out, gasoline, and um, and that they simply weren't willing to do that. They weren't listening. Basically, they were being insubordinate to him. Um, yeah, I, I, mean, we... I can't, I can't, you know, verify that. I'm sure that that will be looked at, but that is that is a theory that was put forward is that he he issued directions and instructions for enforcement, and they weren't actually acted on. You could almost watch it happen in real time. He'd have a press conference and say something or an issue 
uh, you know, that kind of thing. You know, we're going to block the gas from going in and the reporters on the ground would put pictures up of people yeah. walking in with jerry cans immediately. That was not uh, a good day for Peter Foley, no. <laughs> can we talk about, because, we, you know, so much of this really relates to what happened in Toronto, I think. And, you know, as, as a former crime reporter myself in the city, I I covered Peter Slowly when he was with the Toronto Police Force. And, of course, he mm. was subordinate to uh, Bill Blair at that point. What do we know? And that relationship is important considering who Bill Blair is now. Uh, what do we know about that relationship? Yeah. Um, so uh, we know that it was, we know that it was uh, a bit of a tense one. At least that's what, um, you know, some police insiders have told me. Uh, I, I do mention in my piece, um, a book that came out by the former um, Toronto Police Board Chair, uh, Dr. Alec Mukherjee, um, who sheds quite a bit of light on this in his book about some of the tension that existed, he said, um, between Bill Blair and, and Peter Slowly. One thing that, that is important to know about Peter Slowly that a lot of people have mentioned is that he, he rose to the ranks really quickly, right? I mean, he was perceived to be someone who... Um, was a bit of an innovator, uh, quite a, had quite an intellect, um, you know, was was um, someone who took on challenges and rose to the ranks quite quickly and as a result had a lot of supporters and had a lot of detractors. And um, when he was deputy chief, it was believed that Bail Blair had actually started grooming and helping uh, another candidate, uh, Mark Saunders, who went on to be the Toronto Police Chief um, after Bill Blair, that, he, that sort of he was the one who was championing, championing um, Mark Saunders uh, instead of Peter Slowly. Um, you know, I, I think it's important to note, I did put that to um, Bill Blair last week. I didn't get a direct response, but, um, you know, it, it sort of believed that he was a supporter of Mark Saunders instead of Peter Slowly. And so that that dynamic may have been at play. Um, fast forward, you know, several years to the situation in Ottawa. Speaking with Wendy Gillis, who is uh, the Toronto Star crime reporter, I, I noticed you have a Mukherjee quote in there, Alec Mukherjee, the former uh, uh, chair of the uh, police services board here, saying that he believed that uh, slowly was scapegoated. It, it, is there a, a substantial uh, number of people who believe that true, also to be true? Yeah, I think so. That's what was so interesting in my conversations working on on this story in the last couple of weeks has just been the diversity of opinion. People are very, very, um, <laughs> you know, emotional about this and passionate about it, but it's not always um, from the same perspective. You know, people of Ottawa felt absolutely abandoned by the police service. And I think that's um, a really important factor here that you can imagine, you know, for two weeks, three weeks, having your city be, just sort of feeling like it descend, descended into lawlessness, right? And feeling like it, the police service wasn't there when you needed them to be. And so there are a lot of people that feel like Peter Slowly is, is to blame in that sense. Um, and then there are um, other opinions that Peter Slowly was one factor here and that this was, you know, this was a demonstration that was unprecedented in all kinds of ways. And we did hear Peter Slowly use that word a lot. Um, you know, it was huge. It was using trucks in a way that we hadn't seen before. It was in a city that, quite frankly, has quite a confusing system when it comes to police. You know, I didn't get at it much in this piece, but I do mention that, uh, you know, Parliament Hill is actually the jurisdiction. The buildings are the jurisdiction of the RCMP, the Ottawa Police Service. 
um, police the streets out front and it can make for a bit of confusion. I had a few, few people tell me that we need to make some changes in that regard uh, because of this. Um, and then there are people who say, you know, the knives were out for Peter Soli from the get-go. You know, he was brought in to make changes. He was disliked. He didn't make a lot of friends. He did make a lot of enemies. And this was, this was, you know, quite simply the mechanism to get him out as opposed to necessarily being, you know, a, a valid reason to do so. Um, so there really are a lot of different opinions. Yeah, and very strong ones, as you point out. Wendy, always great to talk to you. Please be well. Thanks so much for having me. That's Wendy Gillis, who's a Toronto Star crime reporter, and you can read her piece, The Rise and Fall of Peter Slowly, the former Ottawa police chief. It's in the Star now.